This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Hey guys, welcome to another Waterfall Wednesday episode here on the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Nick Johnson. Dale's taking the night off, which means it's just me running solo, and that means we're going to be doing a deep dive. So get your snorkels out, and tonight we're going to be talking about layout blinds. Just uh, lots of tips, tips that will not only improve your success, but also improve the comfort of your layout blinds and prolong the life of your layout blinds. I've kind of broke this into three different categories to discuss. Number one, my pet peeves and how to avoid them and why to avoid them. Uh, Number two, some cheat codes on how to make um, grassing your layout blinds as easy as possible. And number three, how to do plowed fields with layout blinds. Uh, Even though I will say it a million times, do not hunt the plowed field. I know a lot of you are going to because there's 500 geese out there and there's 750 geese out there and you're going to do it. And you're going to want to know how to at least know it wasn't the blinds for why your hunt went wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) let's go through these. uh, Let's go through uh, my pet peeves about layout blinds. Number one has to be mudding. Oh, I hate mudding on layout blinds. The reason I don't mud my layout blinds is because there's literally no reason to. Um, some of the biggest downsides of mudding your layout blinds is it's going to destroy the fabric. That Cordura fabric is going to lose a lot of its longevity and its lifespan and its quality by scratching rubbing mud into it, especially if you're doing that every season. Uh, The other big reason I don't mud layout blinds is I'm going to be 
in them quite a bit, calling, and that's gonna have all sorts of detrimental effects. I'm gonna be in there hyperventilating into my goose call, which means I'm gonna be breathing in a lot of this dust. It sucks, I'll be wiping those um, sand boogers and mud boogers out of my eyes. It'll be in my ears. It screws up my Gore-Tex clothes. That dust is just horrible for all of your equipment. It's horrible for your shotgun. It's horrible for your calls. It's horrible. Mudding layout blinds um, is something they told you to do back in like 2002 when layout blinds first came out. And for some reason, it just kind of stuck. And there's literally no reason to be doing this. Like we're, we're going to be covering that layout blind up with natural material. So we should not be mudding it for any reason whatsoever. There's no reason to knock the shine off of the fabric of a layout blind. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, a layout blind fabric could be made of Little Mermaid bed sheets. We're going to be covering that up. We don't need to worry about it. So if you have mudded layout blinds, it's a good idea to get a power washer rented or borrow one from a buddy or if you have a power washer. Spray all that off as best you can. Spray out the inside of the blind. Get rid of that dust and that dirt that's going to be detrimental to everything uh, that goes inside or near that layout blind. And talking about natural material, that's my second pet peeve is material left on the blind from hunt to hunt to hunt. So you are, you know, taking a bunch of ditch grass or a bunch of corn or any sort of stubble material, putting it in the doors, putting it all over the place, and then folding the blind up at the end of the hunt and putting it in the trailer with all of that debris still on the blinds. That's another thing that's going to be really detrimental to the equipment and its longevity and its quality because no matter what, no matter how dry you think the gra grass is, it's not dry. And that transpiration of the moisture to the fabric is going to lead to molding issues. There's another big issue with, um, you know, that's another big breathing issue. You're breathing in all that mold, which creates its own dust. And it also makes your blinds really heavy. Like it, it's just inconvenient to carry them around to stack three or four, you know, in your arms or on top of your head and, and walk them anywhere. Um, you're putting them in your truck, you're putting them in your garage, you're putting them in your basement, wherever. Now you're tracking all of this debris in. It's not necessary to camouflage a layout blind quickly and efficiently when it has nothing on it. So that's Another thing, I don't mud my blinds and I never leave any stubble on them. And the reason for that too, we'll get into that with cheat codes, is I'm actually not using a lot of stubble actually in my layout blind. Um, my third pet peeve when it comes to layouts, trash. Your layout blind is not a trash bag. Um, a good cheat code, we could jump into cheat codes with that, is get up on uh, Amazon.com and look up these... Uh, these dog waste bags with carabiner clips. So it'll come in like these little rolls of trash bags that are almost in like an old film canister, like plastic round cylinder container with a carabiner clip on it. You can order five or 10 of these things super cheap and then just clip them inside of the layout blinds. Clip them on a zipper, clip them on a, on a bar, clip them somewhere so there's a trash bag, like a, a reservoir of trash bags inside every layout blind. So as the mud clumps, as the empty hulls, the wads, the chew tins, the Mountain Dew bottles start to accumulate, they are getting handled immediately. Like, you know, you can have these little dog shit bags in the blinds and they are super convenient for just 
taking care of trash as it accumulates. You don't have to remember to pack, you know, a couple of grocery bags or, or put it all in a pile at the end of the hunt, you know, like everybody throw your hulls over here into this pile and then I'll pick them up. That can all just be taken care of on the fly as the hunt goes. And that's my, that's my layout blind pet peeves. Let me step off of my soapbox here and, uh, and start talking about some cheat codes. Like, why am I not using very much grass on my blind to begin with? And that's because of these, these cheat codes that I use. So a cheat code to me is something that's going to make your job faster, more effective, more efficient. And there's a few things I use when um, using cheat codes on layout blinds. First of all, on almost all my layout blind situations, I'm going to be putting the blinds frame to frame and then just making one big block of layout blinds. You know, whether that's three of us, two of us, or 10 of us, 12 of us, I'll just go frame to frame to frame to frame. And I do that for several reasons. Um, I don't like to have that that five to eight, you know, however many blinds you got that those coffin lumps in the field, just lump, five feet, lump, five feet, lump, five feet, lump. That's can be really a, a red flag to birds. Like they get shot out of those lumps quite a bit. So if I'm going to make a weird lump, it's going to be one of them. So I'm going to put those frame to frame to frame. Another reason I do that is uh, actually the same reason that I hunt mostly out of layout blinds. It's my preferred method and it has nothing to do with effectiveness. It has everything to do with safety. Um, that's why layout blinds are my preferred way to hunt. Safety, everybody's got a gun rest down by their shins, by their knees. It really prevents just people, including me, from just fiddle-fucking with my gun. You know, everything's pointed downrange. And then uh, as far as safety goes during the hunt, when blinds are frame to frame to frame, it's just less likely that anybody's going to be swinging that gun into somebody's muzzle blast range. Everybody can be shooting 10 to 2, and it's just going to eliminate that temptation or even that possibility that somebody's going to swing their gun too far and start to shoot into somebody else's lane. So now that I've got this one block of layout blinds frame to frame to frame, some of the cheat codes that I'm using to make my job super fast and efficient. I've talked about this before in the past, but it's gonna be a combination of several different tools. Um, the most important of which is gonna be military netting. So there's a company called uh, Camo Systems Netting. If you just Google or look up on Amazon, there's tons of these on Amazon too. Look up uh, military uh, mesh netting. And they come in these huge rolls. So I've got one of these in my truck at all times. And when I assemble all my layout blinds, I'm going to wrap. I'm going to unfold. I usually fold it up pretty nice and neat. I'm going to unfold it so I can get maximum like efficiency out of it. And I'm going to, I have multiple of them. So if I need more, I'll use more. But I'm going to be wrapping this around the foot bags all the way up onto the very end blinds up onto the top of their side doors. And then also behind the blinds over the entire backrests. So now I've got basically the whole block of layout blinds skirted in a military netting, the foot bags. And that leaves a couple of blank spaces that we need some more cheat codes in. Namely, in between the blinds, like in between the doors. So I've also got a, a big Rubbermaid tote full of all of my... Um, Oh, my ghillie suits. This is what I like to use is ghillie suits, but you could use more military netting. You could use like burlap. You could use anything really. And we're just going to, I take these, uh, my ghillie jackets and I just start throwing them in the middle. And I've got, um, I've, I've, I've got, uh, ghillie blankets. I use Rancho Safari ghillie blankets in the corn, uh, color. Those are also fantastic for boot bags. And, um, I'm just going to be throwing in 
all of this camo material in between the doors. So now as I'm looking at I'm looking at my little creation I've got so far. I've used no natural vegetation whatsoever. I've got my blind, blinds uh, frame to frame to frame to frame. And then I've got the whole thing skirted with military netting. And in the middle, we've got a bunch of camouflage material, whether that be more military netting, burlap, ghillie jackets that aren't being used because you're using layout blinds, anything that you can use to kind of fill it in. So now we've basically turned our layout blind block into one big hump that's tapered on the ends, not tapered very far, you know, just it's it's wrapped in this military netting. And now we're going to start to add our natural material to this creation, this blob that we've of camo material that we've created. So I do most of my grass picking by hand. That's for a couple reasons. So I can get the exact color that I like to get, you know, whether that's a percentage, like I want 50, 50 brown, 50, 50 green, something like that. If you go in with a, uh, if you go in with a grass cutter and just go down about ankle height and just chop down the whole ditch and then round it up with a, round it up with some rakes, throw it in the back of the truck. That's all right. But what you're going to end up with is a, is a creation that looks like a broken open hay bale. And maybe that's all you need for today's hunt, but a it, your your block of blinds is going to look like a broken open hay bale with grass just strewn every which direction. It's going to be about 95% brown, no matter how green it looks like on the top, because you only have to go down six inches and everything below six inches is straight brown. So that's going to be okay in some hunt situations. But what I like to do is I like to hand pick my grass because I don't need tons of it. When you're using all this ghillie material and all this military netting, you really just need kind of a sprinkling, a smattering of it. And that's going to help you be a lot more realistic as well, because when I'm picking all the grass by hand, I keep all the tops facing at the top. I don't have any mixed grass, like all the roots, well, where the root would be, like the bottom from where I snap it, is that all at the bottom, all the tops are at the top. I'm picking grass lengths that's no taller than the layout blinds themselves. So I'm not picking grass that's five feet long. That's just going to look like really weird when you set it up on the blinds. You're going to have these big, long stocks, and it's like... It looks like you cut it down and laid it on your blinds, basically. I'm trying to create a natural-looking, alive grass <coughs> grass patch. Excuse me. So I'm picking out all the colors I want. I'm picking out the density of grass I want. And then I'm going back to this creation, this blob I've got. And I'm starting to just basically, I call it being a redneck florist. And I'm going to do a little bit of sprinkling here and there, like in the middles. But mostly I'm going to be like using clumps of grass and sticking it into that camo material so it sticks upward. So I might have just a little smattering of uh, like sprinkle sprinkles of grass all over the thing, but then mostly I'm gonna just be, it's a redneck florist type of deal. I'm just arranging natural material around the blinds so they can look as, as real and as alive as possible. So you avoid this broken open hay bale look. You look like an actual real grass patch. And then in terms of what am I putting in the stubble straps? Not very much. I'm only doing either one side of one door or, or one door like on my left side, or I might do both sides depending on my grass cover and how, how much quality it is. But a lot of times what I can do is I can just use the very top strap of my layout blind door and then just make my grass long enough so it folds over the right side. So a lot of times when I'm hunting, if, whether I got six, seven, eight layout blinds out, there's only one strap 
one strip of straps, I guess you could say, that have any natural material on it. It might be like the left door on every single one of them. So I can fold that over and it'll cover the right door. So it's not a pain in the ass for me to stubble anything. It's not a pain in the ass for me to remove that stubble. And it's not a, you know, to keep my blinds nice and clean, comfortable, lightweight, devoid of any trash. Um, that's kind of the cheat codes I got. Another cheat code I've been using with a lot of really good success this year is artificial plants from Hobby Lobby duct taped to um, tent stakes. And those things look great, especially trying to keep with this theme of keeping everything alive. So around the perimeter of the layout blind, I've got dozens of these, um, these artificial wheatgrass clumps. The ones from Amazon aren't so good. I actually mix those in with the ones from uh, Hobby Lobby to make them a little bit more um, robust. I don't know. They're almost like, what did I call them today? Uh, <laughs> I called them... Uh, Red, uh, redneck pom-poms of, of death, or hillbilly pom-poms of death, because on these stakes, you basically got these pom-poms of grass, and I've got dozens of them. I'm just putting them all over around our blinds to make it look more realistic, natural. I got more of that grass sticking up, looking alive, and these are artificial plants you can get for $5 each over at Hobby Lobby, and they look awesome. So one, uh, one thing to avoid when you're putting material beyond the blinds is I don't I don't believe so much in tapering your grass hide into the field. Look, you're going to be a weird spot. A grass hide is the shoe on the carpet. You're going to get noticed, you know, especially if you're doing this out in a bean field or out in an alfalfa field. Like the birds can see it. You're just a grass patch that's not threatening. So I don't taper like extend the grass hide into the field past the layout blinds. You're a weird spot. Let's just keep that weird spot as small as we possibly can and as short as we possibly can. That's why I don't use any long grass that goes taller than the layout blinds. We're keeping the layout blinds no bigger than what they have to be for our weird spot out in the field. And th that, th those cheat codes right there will save you an enormous amount of time. Not just like chopping down ditchfuls of grass because you really don't need that much, but it's going to keep your blinds, you don't have to keep the grass on them. You're going to have a better look. It won't be that broken open dead hay bale look. You'll have that nice lively grass patch look. At the end of the hunt, we can just take off all this grass, throw it out, fold back up our military nets, throw the ghillie jackets back in the Rubbermaid totes, fold up the blinds, all clean, all good, and then we're good to go. So that would cover my, uh, my, cheat, codes, uh, my cheat codes section of this solo podcast which brings me to the final the final subject plowed fields and how to camouflage your layout blinds in plowed fields again i i don't recommend you hunt plowed fields ever no matter how tempting it is try to find a way to run traffic on it but if you get talked into doing it or if you talk yourself into doing it i'm not even i i'll admit i'm not even above that i've I hunted a plowed field like eight years ago, even though I know I shouldn't have. So if you're going to do it, here's how you make a layout blind work out there. What you're going to do is use more military netting. You're going to want to order the stuff that's green on one side, brown on the other, and we're going to spray paint the green side black. We're going to cut that up into strips, big strips, small strips, whatever, and we're going to use whether it's zip ties or clothespins, and now we're going to put the black side facing up on the entire surface of our layout blinds. This textures them, and it makes them that nice, dark, 
texture that a plowed field has. When you get out into the plowed field, what you're gonna do, now I'm not actually putting my layout blinds frame to frame to frame anymore when I do plowed field hides. Well, I, I'm going to start spacing them out more traditionally and we're gonna take pickaxes and we're gonna dig the blinds down just a little bit. We're talking like two inches, you know? Just enough to set the frames in them and then push dirt back over the frames. So once we've done that, we got like whatever it is, our three or five, five layout blinds out there and we've scraped, we called it, we would call it scraping, just scrape it nice and flat so it would be comfortable to sit there, number one, and then we would use the stuff that we scraped to make it comfortable to cover up the frame of the, um, and taper into the field. Now we're gonna go and grab some actual natural material from the field, and it's important when you hunt a plowed field, some of them have a lot more, um, corn trash than others do. So we're gonna try to match the corn trashiness of the field. So we're not gonna stuff it full of corn trash if that's not, if it's mostly dirt. If it's mostly dirt, we're just gonna use a couple leaves here and there. You can actually like put it underneath that uh, military netting so it looks kind of like dirty corn or like it's covered up with dirt. And we're just gonna make it look real natural. But the bulk of, the, bulk of this hide is gonna be highly dependent on the color and the texture of your um, military netting. And that's really where the benefits come in because we're not really using much other than the military netting and then pushing dirt over the frame of the blind to kind of make it sink a little bit into the field a little more than it otherwise would. Now, once we've done this, we've got a problem going on now. What you've got is your layout blinds spaced, you know, a couple feet apart or whatever, bink, 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 done you have trampled that area around each and every one of those layout blinds from sticking trash in it to scraping it to you got different colored dirt and you've really just made a bunch of foot tramples that makes this perfect highlighter outline of your layout blind. Like if you look at it from a drone, if you look at it from above, um, walking decoys out, you won't do this. It's just around the layout blinds where you've really put a lot of work into and a lot of foot traffic and a lot of stomping around. You have flattened that area that stretches about two feet or 18 inches on every side of your layout blind just from stepping around it. And that is so key to get rid of that. So now after this is all done, we've got our blinds dug in a little bit, you know, covered up on the door frames. We got our corn trash kind of amongst our military netting. The next thing you do is you drive away and you fill up the truck with boulders that you've sourced from other, other spots of the field. Boulders, just big rock clumps. Drive those back to your hide and you're gonna take these rock clumps and you're gonna start to cover up all of your trample marks. So basically around every layout blind where you have trampled the shit out of the dirt, start to put the texture back on that dirt with dirt clumps that you've sourced and brought over. Now you're pretty good. But there's one more trick up my sleeve that I got for perfectly blending into a plowed field and that's gonna be a spray bottle with water. So sometimes your layout blind, even though it's black, it might not have just the right color. One way that we can manipulate the color of the layout blind on the fly is with a spray bottle of water. When you spray moisture onto the blind, it will darken it. So we can actually just make it 
a little bit close. If we need to get it a little darker, we can get it a little darker with a spray bottle of water, even just a jug of water, some bottles of water. If it needs to be darkened, darken it with water because your blind might just have that dry, crispy look to it. When you're hunting a plowed field, it might have that earthy, moist look to it. So that's another reason that your layout blinds will stick out. So give them that dark, moist color to match the color of the field. And now we can blame why the hunt went wrong on something other than your layout blinds. This is about as good as it can possibly get. And I'll, I'll say you'll, you'll get about a 30% success rate with all this effort in a plowed field. There's, there's no way I know of to really just slam dunk every hunt on a plowed field. But if you really have to hunt a plowed field, if, you, if you're going to, take the time to do this style of a hide and take the just every precaution you can because you still got about a 30% chance that it'll, it will go good. Okay, it'll go okay. So just there's, there's always something else that could go wrong, but at least you know it wasn't the hide and there's that 30% chance that you could have a good hunt and this is going to maximize that 30% chance that you got. So anyways, um, that's my deep dive that I got for layout blinds this week. I hope you guys are having a good season. We'll be back next week with Dale talking about more oh, just craziness and weird theories. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors. Boss Ammunition is our real sponsor. They are a real sponsor of this program. Uh, not only this program, I don't know if you guys knew, but they actually sponsored our Game Fair Duck and Goose Calling Contest. I think that's really important just for everybody. Just know, like, if you're going to spend money with a company, is I'd rather have the company, you know, give back to the community, have, you know, have some heart in the game, have some soul in the game. And uh, Boss is awesome about that, supporting us waterfowlers and all the nerdy stuff that we love to do. Um, I love the culture that they've cultivated, patterning their shotguns and uh, encouraging you to pattern your shotgun. I just cut open a boss round. It had 176 pellets in it, which is 25 more than my 12-gauge two-shot did. I'm shooting a 20-gauge 3x5 all year long so far, just crushing ducks and geese with my 3x5 loads. So, uh, And then also in this, uh, as, as we've been doing from time to time, we have fake sponsors. And our fake sponsor this week is going to be um, Soundgear. Sound gear hearing protection. I've been using the Phantoms for uh, for every single day this season. I got them at Game Fair this year. And Lance, the owner of Sound Gear, has been calling me, and we've been playing this like never-ending game of phone tag for me to pay for those Sound Gears. So Sound Gear is uh, is an unofficial sponsor, and I'm really hoping that you will consider Sound Gear, and that Lance will consider taking some money off of like my tab for saying all of this. So anyways, <laughs> we'll catch up with you guys next week. Um, message me if you have any questions on layout blinds or if I didn't cover anything. Um, good luck out there, and stay nerdy, my friends. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.
you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.